So they moved from the upper room where they had been hiding down into the streets of Jerusalem. Peter was the first to speak. Peter was the first to tell his story. He said, I was fishing one day when Jesus came by and asked me to follow him. I left my nets, and for these past three years, my life has changed dramatically. Although I deserted him in his final hours, I even denied that I knew him. He has forgiven me, and I am his. He is Lord. The people were amazed that these followers of Jesus were standing out in the streets talking so freely about their experiences with Jesus. Then one of the women spoke up. The word spread quickly that this was his mother. She said, I knew as he lay in a manger that he was a special child. His life has been troubled and difficult, but I am his mother and I will always love him. I am proud to have been his mother although my heart has been broken many times. But he is more than my child. He is the Son of God. And the men who were gathered there in the streets that day now seemed eager to tell their stories. One said, I was a tax collector, hated by everyone. He came and asked to have dinner in my house, and I have never known such love. Another one spoke up. I was a skeptic. I always questioned his reasoning and his mission. But a week after he had been killed, he appeared to me and gave me such faith and such peace. He understood my not understanding. Fifty days after the resurrection of Jesus, his closest friends, his disciples, were empowered by the Holy Spirit to tell their stories. Men and women who might have otherwise remained simple fisher folk, simple villagers in Palestine, found the courage and the language with which they could tell their own personal stories about their life with Jesus. They came out of the house in which they had been hiding and praying and meeting, and now seemed to be the time to either fish or cut bait. They could no longer keep what they had to themselves, Today is the day of Pentecost, the day we celebrate the gift of the Holy Spirit, which enables us to tell our stories of how God has worked in our lives, His saving power in our lives. I read about a preacher in Tennessee who wanted to emphasize the power of the Holy Spirit on Pentecost, and so he rigged this device that would shoot flames of fire up behind him during a sermon. Something like Tongues of Fire, although I can picture something more like the Wizard of Oz in the chamber of the great wizard with flames coming up behind him. Anyway, this preacher thought that it would help his sermon to have these flames flash up behind him to give the feel of that first Pentecost. Unfortunately, the end result was that something went wrong and he burned his church down. You know, we cannot fake the power or the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. We experience the power of Pentecost not by rigging dismantled gas grills, but by following in the footsteps of Jesus and his disciples. We experience the presence of the Holy Spirit in the sharing of God's good news to the world. I'd like to share with you some of my story this morning, some of my walk with Jesus. It is a holy thing to tell your story, your own version 
of the gospel. And Luke affirms that when he says, no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the power of the Holy Spirit. None of us can tell our own story of our life with Jesus except by the power of the Holy Spirit. My story is quite simple. I was raised in a Christian home, and there's not a time in my life that I can remember not knowing the love of Jesus. I was baptized into the family of God as an infant at Westminster Presbyterian Church in Decatur, Alabama. My family was one that never missed church. We never missed Sunday school. I do remember once getting a spanking by my father for kicking my Sunday school teacher, and I don't really know what that was about, but I do remember all of my Sunday school teachers throughout my life. I remember the rooms that we met in. I remember my friends from church and growing up. And one interesting thing about my class was that there were four of us who later became ministers in the church out of that one Sunday school class. My first spiritual experience, I remember, was my confirmation and my first communion. I can remember vividly where I was sitting in the church that day, receiving the little wafer and the little cup of wine that was passed around to us by the elders of the church. And I remember the warmth and the love and the power that came over me as I received my first communion. I was somehow now in a closer relationship with Jesus. And since that day, Holy Communion has been an important part of my journey with Jesus. And that's one of the reasons that I became an Episcopalian. When I came to Auburn as a college student in 1974, I found that connection with God in the sacraments here at Holy Trinity. My journey with Jesus has had many high roads and some low roads as I've become an adult. Seminary and ministry has made me very aware of my dependence upon Jesus and my need to follow him to be a part of births and baptisms and confirmations and marriages and the privilege to be with God's children when they are in illness or adversity and even at times of death is all a part of my spiritual journey and discovering and understanding my own relationship with God and how much I need Him. I have also experienced the wonder and awe of watching my children grow in their spiritual lives and in my marriage. Where I have been afraid or insecure, I have seen them bold and strong in their faith. And I have been amazed at the way the mantle of faith has been passed down from generation to generation. The faith that my grandparents and my parents shared with me, I now see in my own children and in my grandchildren. And now another chapter of my story Another chapter of the gospel story comes to a close for Kay and I as we prepare to leave Holy Trinity and to move to South Carolina to serve there as a pastor and a priest to a small church in Edisto Beach. God's love has been shared with us in some marvelous ways here. I appreciate Jeff calling me four years ago and partnering with me in this time of ministry. And I've served on the most wonderful staff that you could ever imagine here at Holy Trinity. To be a part of that staff has been a privilege. And being accepted as a part of the family, which is Holy Trinity.
to feel a part of the church as a family has been wonderful. We've weathered COVID together. We've seen a building built and a rebuilding of the old church. I've reconnected with some old friends from Decatur, Alabama, who are members here, and from Selma. And we've made new friendships, which will last a lifetime for us. I have loved sharing the gospel in children's chapel at least once or twice a week, a month. And especially in the Episcopal Day School Chapel, where we have children's chapel. I've ministered and I've been ministered to through the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so I can say, along with Peter and Mary and Matthew and Thomas, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is my Lord. He is my Savior and my friend whom I have found here at Holy Trinity. John closes his gospel by saying, Now Jesus did many other things. If every one of them were to be written down, I suppose that even the whole world could not contain the books that would have to be written. So in my life and in your own life, there are so many stories that we can tell about our journey with Jesus. That same spirit which 2,000 years ago enabled the disciples to tell their stories in their own words of how God had acted in their lives, that same spirit is still available to us for the telling of our stories. It is a sacred thing to share your version of the gospel, our story of Jesus in our lives. How often do you tell your story to your children or to your grandchildren or to your friends? You have a story to tell. How often do you share the gospel, your story, with the people around you who may need to hear it? This Pentecost, may we pray that the Holy Spirit, who empowered the first disciples to come out of hiding and to share their stories of the mighty works of God, will also empower us to share the mighty works of God in our lives. Amen.